Are you looking for a fun and unique venue for your next event? The Animal Rescue League of Iowa has several rooms that are perfect for birthday parties, bridal showers, corporate meetings, wedding receptions, and more. The ARL has a variety of rooms available based on your needs. You can even rent the dog park or indoor space for dog playgroups. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit arl-iowa.org rentals. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Iowa's For Love of Animals podcast. Here are your hosts, Carol and Dan. Welcome to the For Love of Animals podcast. I'm Carol and I'm here with Dan. Hello. And welcome to yet another week. Number 16, I think. 16, Can I you love believe that. that? 16 is one of my kind of lucky numbers. Like Taylor Swift's 13, yours is 16. Carol's 16. Yeah. I think her 13 equates to like, you know, the $1.3 billion she has. And my 16 does not equate up that way. Just going to tell you. Just to $16, right? right? Just to $16. So that's it. $16. So we have a fun show today. We are going to talk about some, well, I don't want to use the word I was using earlier, but people that maybe have been intellectually challenged in life. With, unencumbered. Unencumbered with, with critical thought. There you what go. I say about my dog that I adore. <laughs> uh, unencumbered with critical thought about uh, being around wild animals. So we're going to talk about that. Love it. We've got a list of best pets in pop culture. We're going to kind of do a little test oh, for you on. Of course, we have our new right. species. And we have a wonderful guest in the studio. Mary McCarroll is here with we us. We do. We're, talk, oh. we're talking cats. Yay. That's what we're talking. We love cats. We love cats, so there we go. I'm a little slow. I'm a little slow. <laughs> so we're going to talk yeah. cats and uh, fostering and a wonderful program called the Shelter Cat Getaway Program that Mary works with and volunteering with cats. Cats, 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 cats. Okay. Yeah, and if, about. if you've listened to the podcast for a while, we've talked about Mary before. I call her Angel Mary. You do. Oh, yes. Bless your heart. Because yes. you do so much. Well, thank you. Cats are lucky to have you at the Animal Rescue League. I agree. So, I adore them. Yeah. I love spending time with them. Yeah. So. And at the ARL and just doing everything we can for the cats. Yeah. yeah just in general, happy. it's fun. And, you know, yeah. we talk here, Dan, a lot on the podcast um, and in our previous life on the radio about the importance of volunteers at the shelter. And mm -hmm. Mary is like an exemplar, you know, yep. example of that magnified because uh, she spends time with the cats and makes such a difference for the cats. I mean, you know, helping them get adopted, helping them find in the right match, you know, getting mm -hmm. them into foster, going out and cleaning cages. And anyone listening from anywhere can go do that at your local shelter. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about this many times, like you said, if that's not your jam and you want to clean windows or do laundry or mop the floors or run errands, go for it. Absolutely. A spider was just in my face. Did you just put it down humanely no, I, on the ground? I Yeah, I just went like You're this so with sweet. it and threw it behind me. You're so sweet. Now it's, now it's climbing up the wall. So. Right. Yeah, he's okay. It probably, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> You're so sweet. See, I love that. That's the yeah. kindness we promote on this show. Yeah, right it, had, it had long legs. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe daddy long legs. Well, it didn't look like that, oh. but... Mm. Well, it was very nice of you. Yeah. I would, he can, have, I he would can have find expected a, nothing else. A home in so. the corner. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. He can live here. That's totally fine. So, But of people who maybe are unencumbered with critical thought, we have, we have the headline from last week, February 21st. So this is about a week old. Uh, a Colorado man dies after bite from Gila Monster. He legally kept as a pet. 
Wait, did you say he legally? Illegally. Okay. Mm -hmm. Illegally kept as a pet. So he's 34 years old. He owned two of these reptiles, and they're called Gila Monsters, which is a large, venomous lizard. Mm -hmm. Kept them as pets. Okay. Um, He became ill after one of them bit him on the hand and called 911 just before midnight. Uh, His girlfriend. His girlfriend got there and called 911 just before midnight. Um, when she entered the room where the reptiles were kept and found that one of them had, quote, latched on to Ward's hand. Uh, so an animal control officer went out. Um, they start, he started showing symptoms and vomiting and passed out. Breathe. I mean, you know, I, I feel bad. Like, I feel bad at any human, like, right. you know, but they're gila monsters. Yeah. Do we, do we know how big they are? So... They, I'm actually looking. It's actually a Gila monster. They're Mexican, so that's why. Uh, oh, it's pronounced Gila, yeah. not Gila. Yeah, okay. Gila monster. Gila monster. Um, Spelled Gila. Correct. Yes. Uh, they're native. They're venomous, like Carol said. They're native to the southwestern United States and the northwestern Mexican state of Sonora. It's okay. a heavy, yeah, slow-moving reptile up to 22 inches long, so two feet. Two feet, yeah. Um, it's the only venomous uh, lizard native to the United States. Um, it's venomous close relatives, the four bearded lizards, uh, that inhabit Mexico and Guatemala. It's sluggish in nature, so it's not generally dangerous and very, very rarely poses a real threat to humans. However, 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 (laughs) it has a fearsome reputation and sometimes is killed, uh, despite the species being protected by the state law in Arizona, which that's a good thing that Arizona is doing that. Yeah. Um, and the name Gila refers to the Gila River Basin in the U.S. state of Arizona and New Mexico, where the Gila monster was once plentiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it says it's the largest extant lizard species native to North America. So, I mean. Yeah, it doesn't want to live in anybody's house. It doesn't. Yeah. It just does not they want to live they in the house. They said they caught these two, and the girlfriend had said that they, um, you know, I mean, basically, it was illegal for him to own them. Right. He had purchased them. Um, one was named Winston. One was named, um, which is a potato. Oh, my uh, gosh, that's kind of nice. I know. <laughs> bought one at a reptile ex- exhibition in Denver in October uh, when it, the thing was about a year old. And then the second one was bought as a hatchling from a breeder in Arizona in November. So these were young. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, obviously recently bought them. But... Uh, they came and they relocated them um, uh, to an animal park in South Dakota. That was oh, yeah, there is a reptile park okay. up there. be able to provide yeah. care for them. So, you know, I guess I was, I know it sounds weird, but like, you know, I, I was happy they didn't just kill the animals. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it's really not their fault. Correct. I mean, you know, um, and they say these bites, um, you know, are really strong and lizard may not lose the grip for several seconds. But yeah, they tend to hang on until whatever it is stops moving, (laughs) right? That's just their nature. Um, To answer your question, Mary, how big do they get? I said, you know, approximately like two feet in length, but only like two pounds. So long and thin. You hear monster, you think of this big, heavy, scary looking Godzilla type type (laughs) reptile. um, This is Godzilla in miniature form. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with them. They say that there's actually no anti-venom. For those bites, yeah. for that bite, but um, and it's painful, but it actually rarely causes death. So they technically haven't released cause okay. of death yet, but 
Um, I mean, I would assume he, you, he probably, assume. I mean, I would hope if you have animals like this, that you would know that they're venomous. Right. Right. But right. I mean, he also owned them. So. Yeah. I, I just don't know. They said they also removed a bunch of spiders from terrariums in his home. It's also, so he must yeah, have had a fascination with yeah. these more exotic, exotic yeah. dangerous. I don't, I don't understand that. I wouldn't mm -hmm. want, I mean, somebody's probably going to be like, well, a dog can do that. But like, I wouldn't want to own something that could kill me like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know, like I said, dogs can do that, but that's very rare. It's you also know? not yeah. fair to the animals. Like dogs have been domesticated. Exactly. Cats have been domesticated. Right, right. Uh, Gila monsters, uh, lizards, sorry, have not been domesticated. No. They're not right. meant to live with humans. So right. here we are, you know, so. And how many times have we said, leave them where they're supposed exactly. to be? Exactly. In the desert, not in an aquarium. Yes. Nope. Yes. So the other one comes actually out of India. Um, but this has happened in, you know, we hear these stories in the U S too, but this mm -hmm. is just as recent, but a man was mauled to death by a lion because what did he do? Jumped into an enclosure in a zoo to take a selfie with the lion and the lion mauled him to death. That's a shocker. That's a shocker. Gee. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, they I don't want to giggle, but like, here's your sign. I know. They said the guy was yeah. appeared drunk. Yeah. Uh, but there were lots of warnings and like everything, you know, up. Well, and I'm sure it wasn't easy to get into the uh, line. Absolutely. No. Yeah. And they were saying like, you know, that he scaled a six foot high fence. Exactly. Yeah. It, right. Uh, you know, the zoo staff tried to save him, but I, I mean, yeah. there's the lion who had him. Right. So. I mean, what do you, yeah. What do you expect? I mean, that's super unfortunate for his family, obviously and yeah. friends, but. Jeez, don't well, don't go jumping in enclosures in the zoo. I know, just stop it. And you know the thing, <laughs> do the better, thing, yeah, do better. <laughs> Please do better. The thing is, it's kind of like we were talking about with the alligator with all the coins. Yeah, last, last week. week yeah. you know, it's like just respect the zoo and what right. they're doing here. Exactly. You know? Go so, and look. Don't participate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, don't be part of the show. Just watch the show. Right. So those are our those are our two kickoff stories. Today. Well, that's exciting. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at pictures of Gila monsters, and their teeth are very scary. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Look, I don't know. Can you see that? Oh, Oops, yeah. I just that's, something those over. are scary. Yeah, yeah. Those are scary. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want that in the side of my hand or arm. Right. Oh, exactly. nasty. If I'm going to have a pet, I am going to want something that's fuzzy and soft, and I can curl up next to it at night right. and sleeps with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a fair. That's a fair <laughs> statement. I wouldn't mind snuggling up to a Gila monster very much. No. Or no. or the the twenty many, foot long green anaconda. Yeah. Like, mm, no. Good. <laughs> yeah. What do they call that? Like coyote ugly, yeah. where you yeah. want to <laughs> gnaw your own arm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure most people think that about their exes. We did just come off the litter box yes. thing. Yeah, so, yes. we did. Yes, and if any of mine are listening, and uh, it, yeah, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's the other one. You know which one. You know which one you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> so let's let's jump into our quiz for you two, Mary and Dan. Okay, All right. Quizzes. All Here right. we go. So. Let's see how many best pets in pop culture, Ooh. TV shows, okay. movies. So animals, whether they're animated or real, that, okay. are, that are in movies and 
And uh, thank you for the rules. TV okay. shows. So right. we know what to guess. Lay it on me. What do you got for me, people? So oh, so we just oh yeah. rattle off random right. ones. Yeah. Okay. Give me a couple. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna ask us questions. So Goofy. Oh. Goofy. No. In Disney? Yeah, he's not on the list. Well, that's oh. BS. Is Pluto? <laughs> is... Pluto's on here. Okay. Well, okay. You got Pluto. That's his son or something, isn't it? Pluto? So this could be know. any show that's maybe currently on TV. Or movies. Or TV. Movie. Yeah. Pop culture. Um 101 Dalmatians. No, like you need the name of the pet. Oh, the you name. You know what I mean? Okay. Cujo. Uh, no. Oh. Interesting. Stephen King. No, oh, no, but that's but a that good had one. A sad ending, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing most of these are kind of positive. Like if I'm looking at how this about, list, how about this cute little dog named Betty? From where? Well, it's a brand new show. Um, oh, no, so, okay, okay, never mind. No. Um, what about uh, oh, Stewie, is... the dog from Family Guy? Okay, oh, the guy from Family Guy. They do have the dog, but they said his name is Brian. Oh, it the is dog's Brian. Name. Okay. Is it? okay, Stewie, I think is the the, the kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. So okay. This is how. One. This is how. This okay, works. there we go. Okay. There's two um, out of twenty five. It is. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, how about Tiger from the Brady Bunch? Oh, that's a good one, but oh, not but on no. the list. <laughs> but that's a that's a good one. What's the uh, Frasier dog? Yes, oh, he's on yes. here. Uh, he's oh. on here. Oh, I can't think I of his name. Terrier, your name. Yeah, Eddie. 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 Yeah. Eddie. So Jack Russell Terrier. Jack yeah. Russell Terrier. Yeah. Very good. That's a good one on okay. here. Yeah. Um. More, let me see. Do, 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 do. Isn't that the Jeopardy? Music? Yes. Yeah. So I'll give you a couple more guesses, and then we'll just start going down the list. Okay. Or you could or give hints. us the name of the show, okay. and we'll tell you the well, animal. Well, one is a collie that was always oh. rescued. Thank Duh. you. Yes. Duh. Okay, one is from a cartoon, and it was him and his friends who used to do like investigation stuff a little bit, if I remember. Oh, McGruff? No. Oh. Uh oh, I messed that up. Maybe not. Well, maybe you didn't. Maybe no, not. They did investigations. Scooby Doo? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Sco- okay. Yeah, the okay. investigations, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Shaggy. Uh, <laughs> so, also, what about we did a basket last year for the auction on this? Oh. Yes, Snoopy. And, yep, Snoopy. Snoopy and Woodstock. Yep. Um, oh yeah. So this just isn't dogs. No, this is all sorts oh. of animals. Okay. Well, uh, Flipper. Flipper. He was on here. I'm pretty sure. Yes, Flipper's on here. Okay. Is he Shamu? Comes. No, Shamu's not. I think that was like a cartoon for yeah. a hot minute, but. Yeah. Um, so there's another one of your little orcas that was in a movie. Free Willy. That's it. Free Willy. Yes. Yep. Okay. Gosh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make it through. It was sad. It was sad, but the ending was good because ending was great. he hopped one. over the rock wall. Who did, did he, he, who oh, did he, he got? Yeah. I, I don't think I watched that either. Cause yeah, it's good. I, they're very stressful. How about Benji? Very good. Uh, it's yes. Benji. And we love Joe Camp, who wrote and created... Yes. Benji, and to bring this around, to, to uh, so Joe Camp, okay, lives in, lived at the time in California, that we did a horse rescue case, and we I called Monty Roberts Farm, and I said, hey, would Monty Roberts train some of these horses because they were not trained and dangerous? And yeah, blah, feral. Blah, blah. So we got, so Monty Roberts said yes, send them to me, and yeah. so we sent him four. And one of them was a young, young horse uh, that I named Mouse. And oh. he had really never been touched much, but mm-hmm. a Palomino, beautiful horse. And I uh, sent him out, and I get a call from a guy once they're at Monty Roberts Ranch. We had a 
transport company that okay. loaded them up and drove them out yeah. there for us. And it's a guy, and he says, hi, my name's Joe Camp, and I'm at Monty Roberts' farm. I'm friends with Monty Roberts, and I'm interested, and Monty Roberts is a famous horse yeah. person, mm-hmm. horse, whis- horse whisperer, and uh, I saw Mouse at one of his uh, training demos he's doing, classes, and I really want to see about introduce, uh, adopting him. And so the idea was that he would adopt him from California and keep him in California. Sure. And you know, you get really attached to animals. You mm-hmm. spend yeah. time like rescuing and, and rehabilitating, and, rehabilitating yeah. and trying yep. to find like a place for them to go to really live their best life. And I was super attached to Mouse by this time, like super, because I'd seen him get rescued. You were I'd invested. Seen us. I was. I was yeah. invested. I was so invested. And I, I knew he was totally out of my league to have this horse. <laughs> like there's no, no he yeah. would have like, you know, not a good idea. Um he needed a lot of work. And I'm like, I remember sitting on the phone. I can just remember it like it was yesterday. And this is 20 years now thinking, yeah, whatever. Who are you? Who are exactly. You? Right. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm at my computer and I put in the name Joe Camp to oh check my. him out. And he pops up that he's the owner, writer and author and everything of the Benji, uh, Benji, the dog movies, yeah. TV show. Yeah. And, and he was a ho- author of some horse books as well oh called The Soul of a Horse and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, so he gets it. Oh, yeah. And so then I oh, could I feel my face see. like blush. Like I was because I and I you talked about know. this later in a conference with Joe when we were both there and I was introducing him. And I said, I'm like, who is this guy? And I, you know, and it's Joe Camp. And so he yeah. ultimately did adopt Mouse. That's he put a awesome. chapter that in his next great. book about Mouse. And. If you Google him now, you can see like pictures of Mouse now. He's done amazing, amazing things with him. That's but awesome. Every time I hear Benji, you, that's what you think. Yeah. And yeah. he came to Iowa and brought Benji with him at one point oh um, as well. And we were doing a whole thing with Benji and stuff. But it was. What it, a happy, it, what a happy yeah. story. And now yeah. there's, of course, a new Benji because the Benji. Right, Benji was, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm probably like. Ten at yeah, this point, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Um, That's awesome. And he ultimately moved to Tennessee, and of course, took his horses sure. and everything with him. So, yeah. wasn't was this the same horse group of horses that there was like a movie made about? Like the inmates were working the horses. Oh yeah, didn't Arrow have some? We did, but I don't. There think... was like one horse yeah, or something. I don't think it was these. It wasn't those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but what I will say is, Joe Camp, if you're listening, we love you in Iowa, and we hope you're doing great. Um, yeah. He's a wonderful person. So. That's awesome. But That's a good I still, story. to this day, I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I was like, mm, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know who you are. So, yeah. <laughs> it's good to be a skeptic, though, because you don't just want to say yes to anybody. Well, right. right? You didn't right. Know. I was like, exactly. sure. And this horse was, it wasn't as beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you kind of go, oh, sure. You just went there just, and saw it. And, you know, but, like. You try not to become cynical or over crazy yeah. on this stuff, but so okay. I love it. I'm okay, so work. now that you mention um uh horses and stuff, what about black beauty? <gasps> no. How about uh, Dewey Rude Dewey? The library cat, the no. book. Oh what? No. What about uh you guys get two another guest each and then we're starting on the <laughs> list because this is really <laughs> sad. We'll be old yeller. No. I see I thought about him too and I was like, well that's kind of sad. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. I almost didn't say that. Yeah. Like, oh. um, um one was a movie with uh Tom Hanks and he oh, uh, is a dog, uh, uh, a big smooch or something like that. Hooch. 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 Yes. Oh, yes. I smooch. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. You might have said this one, Mary, and I might have missed it, but Marley? Marley no. and me? Okay. Oh, no. oh Marley. Marley. That's yeah. a great yeah. book. Yeah. 
Uh, but like one of them's Abu the monkey from the movie Aladdin. Oh, so yeah. Okay. One of them's Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. So, um, so those are you know two of them that are more from the you know kind of movies. Santa's Little Helper. Stuart from Stuart Little. Stuart Little, oh, sure. of course. Yep. Yep. What's the uh, Ratatouille? Is he on there? He's not. I don't even know if that's his name. Actually, this one was a big Saint Bernard. Oh. Also, the name of a just musician. Mm-hmm. There's like five movies about uh-huh. it. I know what it is. Uh-huh. Beethoven. That's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mary should know this one. An orange cat that always looked grumpy. Oh yeah. Eight lasagna. That's yes, it. that's it. <laughs> of yep. course. When you start naming these, and it's like, oh, duh. Duh. Yeah, I know. We got, yeah, Garfield. Salem, sure. the Sabrina teenager. Oh, oh yes, yes. yes. Yep. Sure. Uh, Buddy from Air Bud. Oh, of course. Uh, Pikachu. Oh, that's a uh, Pokemon. Okay. I would have okay. never okay. guessed that. All right. <laughs> uh, Tweety Bird. Of course. Sylvester the cat. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, Sylvester. Yes. Uh, Dino or Dino from Flintstones. Dino, okay. I think, yeah. Oh, okay. From okay, the so yeah. this is a pig from a very famous oh. book. <gasps> Not, well. You probably know the book. Charlotte's Web. Yep. But who, What's what the, the pig's pig name? was like Petunia or something. Wilbur. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or Wilbur. <laughs> or, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll call it Wilbur. <laughs> Mary, Mary's like, yeah. I didn't know I was coming on to the podcast uh, right. to get quizzed. <laughs> to get drilled. To get drilled. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Why can you not get this, Mary? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> uh, we were talking about cats, not pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know anything yeah. about pigs. Skip from my dog Skip. Oh, of course. Some cat named Keanu. From a show called Keanu. I oh, never I don't know heard that. of that. Uh, Richard Parker from Life of Pi. Mm. Oh, I've seen that movie, but I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the okay. animal's name. Darwin from the Wild Thornberries. Oh, yeah. Hercules from the Sandlot. Oh, oh. of course. The big Cujo yep. type dog. Type dog. That's right. Yep. yep. Okay. Then this one, if you saw the more recent movie called Secret Life of Pets. Oh, I haven't seen that. Chloe. There's uh, one of the pets in there, which is adorable. Now, what about one, Nemo? Is Nemo on there? No. No. Oh, rude. They no. don't like aquatic species, apparently. No. Apparently. They've probably been listening to your species uncovered that are also <laughs> not adorable. Uh, Gizmo from... Oh, yes. Yeah. And then the last one, which I'll give you guys a hint about. So there's a movie that like you either love it or you hate it. Okay. Uh, with Dorothy. Oh, And yes. her little dog. Oh, totally. Toto. Yes. Well, it's fun. But yes, I'm. I'm a huge fan. I know. Me too. I, I like just, it. I <laughs> despise <laughs> that movie. Really? Despise it. Why? Despise it. I was so traumatized. Were you scared by the flying monkeys? No, I no. love the flying monkeys. You know what oh. got me was the first when they took, five minutes when, they when took the old Toto. mean woman oh. takes Toto yeah, from her. I get it. I melted down. Like yeah. I never watched that movie again. I got, I watched it through. Just to make sure Toto was okay and came right, back. Right. And I never watched it again. Yeah. And I was probably ten. I was really, say, I could see that as a, as a little girl, oh. that horrible woman stealing your yeah. dog, and oh. she just broke down and cried. And it made me cry when oh. I saw it too. Oh my gosh, was, I was, oh. I, I was. Uh. No, yeah. I love the flying monkeys. In fact, I have a sign down in my bar that says, oh, um, "I have flying monkeys, and I'm not afraid to use them." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love flying. At monkeys. At work, sometimes I'm like. Hold on, I'm about to release the flying like monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Oh and they gosh. turned out to be great little flying monkeys at the end of the story. Exactly, right. right. Exactly. Very helpful. Oh, exactly. Um, I googled pictures of mouse. Yes. 
beautiful. Looks like he's knocking that beautiful, thing over. Beautiful, isn't he? Oh, he is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty. We'll have to have Bernie put put up a link for that so yes. that people can see that. Yeah, he is. He's beautiful, and I mean, it just goes to Joe. Joe is Dan. You would uh, love him because of the horse part of it, but because of the all natural horsemanship stuff. Yes, so, I okay. love that stuff. He taught me a lot. In fact, we have our horse pasture set up where it's got like sand and mm-hmm. rocks mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, different texture. Different textures, which yeah. keeps their hooves healthy mm-hmm. and like go down and up and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. He came out to my house and kind of was telling me some of that stuff, which we did. And I mean, he's just very natural, like mm-hmm. uh, kind of what we talk about with cats and dogs all the time of like giving him choice. Yeah. And yeah. You know, the so, five freedoms right. or whatever we talk it's about. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we uh, like that. And actually at the shelter, um, I don't think he's came for a while because of all the COVID stuff and whatnot. And he moved to Arkansas, but, um, oh my gosh, now I'm totally blanking on his name. Bob, Bob is his name. Okay. And he's, he's very, uh, natural, you mm-hmm. know, you don't have to like what we practice. It's all positive. Yeah. Um, you give the horse the choice, yep. you stand there long enough and they'll, they figure it out. I remember a Joe called me cause it took us. Yes. I mean, he was like a yearling. Yeah. Had not been touched, had been out in the field. It took us just like hours to catch him, to get him mm-hmm. on the trailer to go. And in fact, at one point, we were kind of like, God, what do we do? Because oh, we have to get these guys loaded and on the road. Right. Um, and we ended up finally getting him with mm-hmm. a bunch of help. Mm-hmm. And I just think how, like, that was like so destined to be mm-hmm. that this horse yeah. would end up, you know, with, with him. With he was there. Like he saw it, you know. Uh, and wanted to adopt him, so it's very cool. So yeah, he yeah. has a funny like little story on his blog uh, about a conversation between him and his wife, I assume. Yeah, and she says we don't need another horse, and he says, "But sweetie, this one's had so many problems; she needs us." And his wife says, "We already have six horses," and he says, "But we don't have a baby." <laughs> and the wife says, "Oh, she's a baby," and there was a long moment of silence. And then his wife said, wipe that smile off your face. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes on to say, Mouse was just under a year old, uh, an abused, neglected creature who had been shipped to Monty Roberts along with three others from the Animal Rescue League of Iowa to benefit from his demonstrations and behavior rehab. And Defiance. Yeah. And Defiance, of course. Defiance, I think, was the movie, the name of the movie. Was it really? Oh, I don't think that was on our Defiance. Okay. Maybe yeah. maybe it was that maybe we talked about it and it was just a coincidence or something. Yeah, Defiance actually there's an artist in California named Leslie Webb and um she I she had heard about these horses and I called her and said, uh, hey, you know, there's a horse named Defiance at Monty's farm, but Defiance is coming home. Defiance was uh couldn't be ridden with some health stuff that we discovered once mm-hmm. he got out there and stuff. So she drove eight hours to Monty Monty Roberts farm and did a whole bunch of photos and artwork and she created an art piece that's Defiance. It's actually we have the original. It's hanging in the lobby of ARL Maine. Oh yeah, sure. The big colorful oh, horse painting. Defiance who oh, was uh, who was at Monty Roberts farm with okay. Mouse and Ollie and Beck. Okay. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. So yeah. And the movie that I thought is not correct, Defiance, the movie is like something about World War II. Okay, so okay. I was like, disregard. No, I didn't think they made made one off of Defiance. We could have because, man, I mean, what a story that horse mm-hmm. had. He ended up um, back here, and then we had him here, as, and we just had him live here with mm-hmm. us, and then we had him. Uh, he got adopted, mm-hmm. and then, uh, unfortunately, that person uh, passed away. But anyway, long story short, 
uh, Defiance, we unfortunately had to put Defiance down, but like he was 30 some years old at the time wow. we did that. But yeah, um, nice long life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful. Anyway, we're talking yeah. about cats yeah. and somehow we're right. on the horses. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're going to take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, it's going to be all about cats. Yeah. How about that? Come back with us. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening for Two for Love of Animals podcast with Carol and Dan. We'll be back in a minute. The ARL's newest adoption center is open. ARL Animal Services at 1441 Harriet Street is full of amazing dogs and cats looking for families. You can see all of our available pets at arl-iowa.org. If you see ARL Animal Services under a pet's name, they're at the new adoption center. Help ensure a bright future for animals by planning a gift that benefits the ARL today or after your lifetime. You can help ensure our future success in promoting animal welfare, strengthening the human-animal bond, and preventing the overpopulation and abuse of pets. Our website will help you decide how to start your giving journey today. Visit www.arliowa.planmygift.org to learn more. Welcome back to the For Love of Animals podcast and we are back i'm carol and i'm here with dan and we have our wonderful guest mary mccarroll in the studio with us and we are now starting to talk the cat segment too bad we don't have a meow sound on oh, our we do need well a meow sound carol and mary we do have a meow <gasps> there sound. we go that's uh, <laughs> that's uh that's what we got yeah so. or we could just bring benny, benny in, in and he could just he's so quiet normally though yeah well, he is unless he point. starts knocking stuff over as he's walking around he's, he's not a cat that i would describe when i write some profiles for some of the cats on the website yeah he just likes to talk and tell you all about his day right he's not one of those cats. right he's a a man of few words <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'd rather just lay in the sun and you know or yeah that's exactly lab. what he was doing when i went yeah. upstairs a little bit ago he was just sitting sitting there staring at things just he's he's living the dream yeah he's got the life over here that's yeah. for sure he yep does. for sure <laughs> so um mary let's just start talk let's just dive right yeah. in there so you've been a volunteer yeah. with the animal rescue league for a lot of years i have been volunteering since hmm, gosh 1993 a very long time that's when carol and i met for yep. mm-hmm. you listening and over 31 years over ago a cat. over a cat yeah yeah <laughs> we were at the old shelter and I came in and uh, said, hey, I would like to volunteer. And we found an orange cat, about five months old, that needed some grooming. And Carol handed me a brush, and we kind of went through the grooming process. And um, long story short, I ended up adopting that adorable <laughs> cat. That's right. Barky. And he lived to be 19 and a half years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a long time. Um, it is one of the just one of the many benefits of being a volunteer at the mm-hmm. shelter is you truly get, depending on what you're, you're doing and what you want to do, you get to meet a lot of the animals. Yeah. And I also joke that it can also be a hazard because <laughs> you meet a lot of animals and you fall in love. Yeah. You cannot help yourself. Yeah. Um, but you just have to, as I tell people, people have a connection with a certain animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's happened to me a lot over the last 30 years. And mm-hmm. we've adopted a lot of cats from the ARL, all the you know ages from three weeks, a little Pinkerbell who was a baby, a bottle <laughs> baby, and she's still with us. She's almost 14. Um, and then we just recently 
and we've adopted a 13 year old. So, right. Um, but yeah, volunteering is extremely re- rewarding. And as I said, there's a lot of different options out there. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, there's been studies done that says it only takes like nine seconds for someone to fall in love with an animal yeah. to ha- have that connection. And when I first heard that, I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally accurate. Yeah. Like, I, who who goes to look at a puppy and not take the puppy home? Right. As soon as you see the puppy or the kitten or the cat, or, yeah. you're like, oh, no, I like I have to take that. Yeah. It's like and it probably car. doesn't even take nine <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, honestly, that's that's what happened with the, the most recent cat that we adopted. She's uh, about two years old and... The minute I saw her, mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is it. And we weren't looking to adopt, but I fell in love with this cat. Yeah, it and just happens. She's perfect. Yeah, it just it happens. It just happens. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. you know, to your point about uh the hazard part of it, because you, you do meet <laughs> so many uh animals, in this case cats, that you have that connection with or right. you're vested right. in some way, you're like vested. Carol was with mm-hmm. Mouse, you know? Yeah. Um but there's something to be said, and Carol and I have talked about this before, and I'm sure people have said this to you, is I don't know how you can do that. Mm-hmm. They do. Meaning how you can volunteer right. and see the animals you know, at the shelter. But there's something to be said, and I firmly believe that you do not understand this feeling until you do it. Mm-hmm. But there is something, to your point, very rewarding about caring for an animal that doesn't have a home, doesn't have a family. Mm -hmm. And then as much as you want to take that animal home to let somebody else enjoy that animal, it just makes your heart feel good. It really, really does. I mean, you can put the work into caring for this animal, you know, things like cleaning their kennel, right? feeding and disinfecting their kennel and feeding the animal. Right, the not so sexy stuff, you know? But still has to be done right? um, in the the day-to-day care of that animal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can you know, go into, and we can talk about this too, about fostering. I have a lot of people say, oh, I could never foster an animal right. because I would want to keep it. Well, that's okay. Right. I mean, <laughs> you can do that. You can absolutely <laughs> adopt that animal. But I've had a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to keep this animal after you've had it for a while and it's it's healthy and ready for adoption. Um, they either, they're they're, like you said, vested and they want to adopt or they're like, okay, I'm ready to meet potential adopters mm-hmm. and um, I'm ready for this animal to have its forever home. Right. And then I'm ready to take on a new one. Right. And bring a new animal into my home. Yeah. And that's... And that, that too is kind of the same way, right? You're you're vested in that animal's success. You so you are. You want to see it go to a happy home and, right. and live out its life. Yeah. So yep. to your point, you can help another one. Absolutely, and we have—that's a viewpoint some make. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, others may make it that everything they foster, they adopt, and they just keep on fostering to continue to adopt. Right to each his own. Uh, Right, right. (laughs) Who are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just saying in general. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, we do have we do have what we call serial fosters who just continue to foster one animal after another yeah and we god love them just Seriously. love them yeah. i yes. mean they're truly lifesavers I yeah mean. yeah and uh the, the like you said dan the feeling that when you 
see those animals go into a forever home. It's just, it's the best. Yeah, I agree. And it's not always happy, right? Like, you oh, there's can, a lot you of can tears. Cry. Yeah, you oh, can cry. I've had a lot of fosters cry after their meet and oh, greet God. in right. a good way. That probably means you cry. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary sees somebody crying, she's I'm a crier. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> a Hallmark movie crier. A sympathetic crier. Yeah. Oh, heavens, yes. So, let alone, you know, seeing a happy moment with right. you know, a cat going to a fabulous home is just. That's the best. Yeah, that's that's, that's what makes your heart ever. feel good. And yeah. that's why people keep doing it, right? You're right. And Carol Absolutely. and I have talked about this before <laughs> um, on the show. But, the you know, when people are like, I can't believe you can do that or whatever. And um, that's why we keep doing it because yes. it feels good. Right. And Carol said, just said last week, um, it, well, that might have been on the part that I didn't record and <laughs> we had to re-record. But anyway, she said- It was profound, so you can say it again. <laughs> it was profound. Sure. I can't right. believe I did. <laughs> right. That, that we get way more out of volunteering than what we actually put in. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's I know, I'm not saying it's easy work. It's hard work. It right. tugs on your mm-hmm. heartstrings. It's sad. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. But Correct. you still, when you put your heart into something- what you get back out of it is way more mm-hmm. than the pain, right? Whatever pain you had you to endure to. during the t- time that you're volunteering, right? I completely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, can any of us imagine our lives being what they are now without having that animal connection part to it? No, like, I, no. I can't even imagine. Seriously, like you know, no. And we're no. so grateful for our fosters. And Mary, I know I couldn't even add up how many. Cats and kittens, you and your husband have fostered, <laughs> and uh, what I mean, you just think about that—what a difference that makes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. You know, when you go in shelter, buddy, and you have to look your own name up, yeah. and then you see like ninety thousand animals attached to your name because yeah. you, yes. you you've fostered, fostered them, or yeah. right, been involved. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I gotta keep scrolling through exactly. To see, you know which yeah. animal this. We would us. always. Uh, joke about that when people would look up my name because I I did a lot of mama cats and kittens so it was uh, you know like seven or eight at a time and uh, yeah Cicely who used to work uh, with the ARL she was a serial cat foster too so she had a whole (laughs) bunch attached to her name we would always be like what number are you at (laughs) yeah well and then the, the numbers really add up when you have like a mama and more than one mother and kitten in right, your home. Right. Like, I've got two spare bedrooms. I can take, you know. Yeah, a couple at a time. A couple at a time. And, yeah. You know. It's um, fun. Oh, it is fun. One of the so things fun. that I think is nice, though, too, about the foster program with the cats, uh-huh. specifically, Mary, is, like, you can you can set somebody up to foster through our shelter cat getaway program. Yes. A single, a pair, a bonded mm-hmm. buddy pair, a triplet pair, I know you've done. Right. Or, like, a mom and kittens or kittens through our regular foster. Right. So, like, you could kind of pick what works for you uh, in exactly. your lifestyle. So maybe you mm-hmm. have time and you're like, oh, you know what? I can do kittens. I got a spare room. I, I'm i good to go. I can bottle feed them or I've got a mom with mm-hmm. them, so I'm good. And then you may have a situation where it's like, I don't have any other pets. I can take triplets. Right. right. You know? Exactly. So it's really nice how it kind of can be tailored to Right. Well, what and Mary is you. so great because she's there so often. She knows the cats and their behavior. So even if you do have resident cats or cat, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure – this is frequent where people are like, Oh, I want to foster a cat, but I already have a cat. Is there a cat that's good with other cats? And you can kind of single them out. Right. I mean, you're still going to do the proper introductions and all of that stuff. But, um, 
It, yeah. it doesn't have to be a headache for no. people to want to foster. Not at all. Um, you you tell me what you're looking for, and I can find a cat for you. Exactly. If you've got a cat at home or you've got a dog that you're concerned about, a foster cat being around, um, I can find a cat for you. I mm-hmm. can look at the history, or we can see how the animal has done in the shelter. Right. And, yeah, we start them out in their own room. Mm-hmm. But if you feel comfortable after a slow introduction letting them out, mm-hmm. you can do that. Um, so, and I, I've i had fosters say, I specifically want an older cat. Mm-hmm. I don't want a kitten. I don't want <laughs> I don't one want or two-year-old. up my curtains. I don't want to climb in my curtains <laughs> or my, you know, my leg. Right. But they like the older cats. Yeah. And we do have, you know, a hospice foster program Mm -hmm. and some of those older cats that have gone into the shelter cat getaway program, um, you know, if they, if if their health is not good, the foster says, sure, I'll keep them as as long as I need to. Right. So that's another option. Yeah. And Um, man, it's just, that takes a special kind of person. Really does. It really does. Oh man. We've got... But Carol, you're right. I can tailor your choice of a foster animal to whatever you want. I, I, I can even get you an orange cat. If you're looking to foster an orange cat, <laughs> I can get can you one. It. I want <laughs> an orange it. cat that eats lasagna. That eats yeah. lasagna and <laughs> will lay in my bed and has white paws and right. um, likes to play with feather toys. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's funny because um, I used to think, you know, like I used to do adult when I started SCG, mm-hmm. I yeah. did adult adoptable cats. All with the idea of getting my cat Maud into my home, so right. that my husband yeah. had no choice but to keep her. So it was all a, <laughs> it was all smoke and mirrors. And I had readily admitted, and I've totally yeah. told my husband that, so he's aware now. He didn't know at the time, but he knows. But but my point to that is, after that, like I thought to myself, maybe I should, you know, like mom and kittens, because I can't keep them all. Like, right, absolutely, you right. can't keep them all. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, can't you? Um, and so I actually found a friend of mine who adopted the three kittens all together and I had another friend who wanted a single and got adopted the mom and I thought to myself that's probably not way for me to go either so right because then you're enabling all your friends I'm enabling everybody but being voluntold voluntold (laughs) I'm just giving them what they need in their life Right. You may not realize it now. You don't know that you need it, but you do. You kind of do need this. Yeah, kind of do. I, um, (laughs) what I realize is just, I, for those of you in Des Moines and you want to foster for the Animal Rescue League, like we can tailor it. Mary, if especially with cats, so good at matching stuff up. We've also got short terms you deal with. Maybe you've oh, got yeah. one you're just trying to get some weight on it for yep. surgery. Yep. Um, another thing that Mary and I have been talking about too is the hospice foster program, right. yeah. which we're working on as well. We've got some fosters that just foster cats that are in mm-hmm. hospice care. Exactly. And whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, a week, six months, a year, more than right. that, you know, sometimes they get in a home and they live longer than we think they're going to, right. but you're ready for that. But what a wonderful mm-hmm. program and we can facilitate that. And Mary focuses yeah. mainly on adult adoptable. Correct. Or not, I shouldn't even say adoptable, but SCG's adult yeah. adoptable cats, but you do some that are short term. I know. do. And yeah. it, it seems like you're right, Carol, it's, it's gone from adoptable cats to now we have cats that, like you just said, they need to gain weight. They're not eating well for us in the shelter. Because they're stressed. Because they're stressed. They're fearful. They Mm -hmm. had lived in a home for 10 years and, you know, unfortunately their owner passed away or they went to a retirement home. So Mm -hmm. here's this 10-year-old cat 
that's in the shelter that doesn't understand why it's here. Right. So that's a cat that's perfectly healthy, but it's not showing well to the public. Mm-hmm. So we put it in a foster home. The foster takes pictures of it. We learn about the cat's personality, put it on the website, and then we get people say, oh, my gosh, you know, little Fluffy looks great. I'd like to meet her. And then we have the foster bring that cat in. Or we can also, depending on the comfort level, have potential adopters meet within the home of the foster. Yeah, I've had that very specialized situation, Mm -hmm. but we can do that, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we've got medical fosters where they need to gain weight or they've had surgery where, okay, they're going to be laid up for four weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, let's get them into a foster home where they don't have anything to jump up on or jump off of and let them heal. Um, or we've got, yeah, cats that are just behaviorally mm-hmm. challenged and yeah, we just need, need some time. They need some time out of the shelter. Yeah. Yeah. And again, when we, when we have those peak, peak seasons, when we are just, you know, we have a lot of animals, mm-hmm. we, even those adoptable cats that have been with us a really long time that keep getting overlooked, mm-hmm. I'll do a shout out and say, Hey, you know. Little Toby's been here for quite a while. Let's give him a break. Who wants to take him? And yeah, and and somebody always steps up. Oh, right? they do. They yeah. do. You That's know, the yeah. great part about this it. This program yeah. kind of started during our peak months of when we had you know so many cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were running out of cage space, so cats kitten were coming cannon in. season. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and you know, we were running out of space, so it was kind of like, well, let's just you know have people foster them and. And um, and it just works. It I mean, really it just does. works, and it's good for the cats. And it's definitely morphed into some other things. If if you're listening and you're not in the state of or city of Des Moines or in the state of Iowa, it, check with the rules with mm-hmm. the Department of Ag or whoever yeah. oversees yeah. the shelters and make sure because there's definitely rules there's for rules. fosters and stuff. Yeah. But you know, maybe your shelter, maybe the shelter you live by has one of these programs. Mm-hmm. It has been so wonderful for us and yeah. been such a help. Yeah, and for every animal that's taken away from the shelter. Um, you know, that's in a uh, foster home, that's just another spot mm-hmm. that opens up for another cat to be helped, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's important. Absolutely. It really, really and is. I say this all the time, but the pet overpopulation thing is a community problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that everybody in the community should participate in that in some way. Right. That doesn't mean you have to foster, mm-hmm. but you should advocate for spaying and neuter programs. You should... Donate your money. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Right. And and help. Absolutely. And help any way you can. Mm-hmm. You bet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um to get a hold of you, Mary, or to get a hold of the foster program, they can go online yeah. on our website. Yep, go online on the website and my contact information is there. Um there's a link to um at the top of our um website. It says get involved and scroll down and there's a foster link. Click on that, and we try to make it as easy as possible. Um, You fill out an application online. It goes to our foster manager, and they will contact you and get you signed up and get everything completed. And then on that application, you indicate what you want to foster, whether it's cats, dogs, puppies, rabbits. Gerbils. Gerbils. (laughs) Horses. I mean, horses, anything. Um, And then they will reach out to me. And, uh, for the cats. For the cats. Yep. Just for the cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Kitty cats. <laughs> so, Mary, you yeah. also volunteer doing other things at the shelter for the cats. Talk a little bit about what you also do 
actually in the shelter in case somebody's interested in volunteering? Yeah, I mean, you can do anything from what I call the tough work. You can go in and clean kennels. Um, there's always a need for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can work just strictly with the cats if you'd prefer to do that. Um, so that's something that you can do. I like to go in and just spend time with the cats as part of what I do for shelter cat getaway is spend time with the cats, get to know their personality mm-hmm. so that we can, um, write a profile about them. So I can say honestly to the public, this is what this cat is like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take photographs. Um, we have, a gal that oversees that program. So if you would like to take photographs, um, we can set you up with the right person to do that. But there have been times when I've snapped a few pictures with my own phone. And fortunately, the cat has posed for me. Right. And it's turned out to be a good a good photograph. So I upload photos. I write profiles. Um, I work with some of the behavior cats, the fearful cats up in our clatter house. Mm-hmm. And uh, just spend time with them. Um yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do, if you want to get in touch with me with regard to cats, I'm happy to to talk to you about your options. Yeah, there's always a job. There is always a job, yeah. absolutely. Um, and we have adoptathons where you can work with the public. Um, if you if you don't if you're not comfortable being a foster or working hands on with the cats. Um, yeah, just come up to the adoption area and greet people. And right. Just, you know, this is where the cats are. We can help them read their kennel cards and tell them a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's always endless. something. Yes, there always is. Always something. Makes a difference when doing matches, if we have the more information. We have. That's, oh, yeah, that's one of the things yeah. I love about the foster program, too. Yes. Is that you kind of see how they are in a home. Right. Because a shelter is a little overwhelming to a lot of cats, understandably right. so. You see how they are in a home. You hear that stuff. But mm-hmm. you can find out a lot of that even at the shelter when you're spending time with them volunteering. You really can. You can tell um, if the cat likes to be handled, if it wants to sit in your lap, or if it's just a cat that's kind of aloof, and that would be a cat that could go into a home with somebody that doesn't really necessarily want or need a cat to sleep with them at night. Right, a lap cat. A lap cat. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I do is we get a lot of people contact us through the general um, website and says, hey, I'm looking for a cat. These are the, the criteria. This is what I want. And I can respond to those folks and tell them, okay, here's a list of 10 cats that I think would be perfect for what you're looking for. Yep. So that's really nice. And a lot of times, or I should say most most of the time, I hear back from these people and they say, oh yeah, I came in and and I wanted to meet Tiger, but I actually fell in love with with Dan the cat in the next right. kennel over and took him home. Right. Um, but just getting people into the shelter and meeting the cats. Yep. Is, That's the is hard the part. Key. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I was like that when I helped with the dog adoption area where somebody yeah. was like, oh, I want a small dog, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, we don't have small dogs, but come check out this one. And then they leave with the 110 pound Mastiff, you know, I love that. That they didn't even realize that they were in love with. Right. Right. It's perfect. You know, it only takes nine seconds. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) So check out our website, uh, arl-iowa.org. There's a button that says get involved. That's how you can volunteer, foster, fill out the applications. Like uh, Mary said, your information will be sent to the appropriate person, depending on what you're inquiring about. Um, But then if you have a cat or have cat questions, 
feel free to send those to us. Uh, you can call or text 515-461-5079. Again, that is 515-461-5079. You can go on our website and send us a message that way. Uh, you can check out the ARL for Love of Animals podcast page and send us a message there. We'll get it. Um, and there's tons of resources on the website too under the uh, pet help section. Mm -hmm. And there's a resource yeah. library. And there's tons of articles about cats, all all cat stuff. Acclimating your cat to a carrier, um, house plants in your cat, uh, managing rough play, myths about cat, et cetera, et cetera. So and there's you and me. And there's you, yeah. There's you and me. And and you probably wrote most of those. I did. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to know, just come get it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> the mouse's mouth. Mouse. Uh, yeah, but you can definitely call, you know, get a hold of us here. We're happy to talk about the subject, you know. We've, yes. we've had a couple of those, like, keeping cats out of plants, mm -hmm. litter box, introducing cats to cats. We're ha that's what we're here for. We yeah, and it. if, exactly. if you have the question, there's probably 500 other people that have the same question, too, or, yeah. or behavior problems that, Seriously, that you yeah. might be going through. Yes, very much so. So. So the trials of Duke. So as I talked about last yes. week, I took Duke back home after getting his procedure done. So yeah, he's... what did I what did I call it? Yeah, what did last, you call uh, it? Getting his fluffer nutters removed. His, yes, his <laughs> fluffer nutters removed, uh, and getting the works done on him, and then took him back home, and I released him into the garage. Which mm -hmm. again, I always say this because I always feel like people like. I've told yeah, you, it's like, it's not really a garage. It's like a separate living quarters. Yeah, I mean yeah. It's, it's like heated. heated. Yeah, there's Very a refrigerator nice. out yeah. there. There's <laughs> stairs that are carpeted that go upstairs to this attic area, which yeah. is our storage area. But it's got a furnace it's like a loft. in it. Yeah, it's like a loft. Yeah. yeah, like originally when we bought the place, they were actually going to make it so somebody could live, live out there. there. Yeah. So um, right now it's full of my junk storage. <laughs> but anyway. So Daisy, my original kitty, yep. she uh -huh. like, has moved into the garage. We put the do cat door in, the whole deal. Duke showed up. So he's back. I let him go in the garage, petted him. Everything was great. He immediately went to the food bowl. Now, I have yet to see him other than on my camera since that moment uh -huh. again. So he doesn't come out, which is kind of a bummer. And I'm hoping over time he'll come out and let me pet him and stuff. Because super sweet face and the oh, whole deal. Yeah. But I was laughing and I was showing Mary before we started here today. He's on my camera and you see at the food bowl and you see him like looking at something and looking a little uh, and you can't really see it. It's kind of like when those movies, they start to move and you see that Daisy is sitting there right on the other side. Oh, just yeah. Sitting there nicely staring at him. And he's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I forget it. She wants the food bowl. So uh, they're very funny. They're very funny. But I'm learning. I'm learning a lot from this whole Right. Outdoor yeah. cat experience. Mm -hmm. And again, and I know I told you this is my trauma. Like, these are cats who do not want to live in the house with me. Right. 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 I it's have hard. my inside cats. Yeah. Is this you your first foray with, with having outside, like, it is semi-feral cats? Yes. I have trapped uh, two or three over the years that showed up in, like, our barn mm -hmm. and let them go and found out later they were my neighbor's cats that I <laughs> spayed and neutered for them, I guess. So, um, which was fine. And then Daisy showed up about last March, and she showed up in our, our potter shed and uh, got her – I knew she was a female because she's a tortie. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. grabbed her quick, got her spayed, brought her back, confined her for a couple weeks, opened up the door – gone like gone and yeah. i was just i was devastated because i'd been feeding her and 
I live out in the country and I was worried about, you know, her danger Mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, But she showed back up about three weeks later and has not left since. And she stays Mm -hmm. really close. And we put in a door in our barn with the cat door in it, a door in our garage with the cat door in it. So she has escape places under our porch. She's, you know, I can get about a foot, two feet from her and she meows and she talks to me. And she'll actually, she knows her name. Like last night I was out get ready to feed her and she knew she wasn't in the garage i'm like daisy daisy and she came running like you know but still no so it is my first experience with it although i did a lot of research when we were looking at doing tnr Mm -hmm. in the city of des moines and the ordinance is here in the city of des moines and worked a lot with alley cat allies we love them alice is that her name love alice love her she taught me so much. So I do feel like I had a, a knowledge of it, but mm-hmm. it almost feels different when it's like you. Do oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 That's kind of like the do what I say, not what I do. type right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Duke showed up and he showed up about wow, a month ago, maybe mm-hmm. when it was super cold. Oh, yeah. Very, very yeah. cold. And the blizzard. Yes. Yeah. It was horrible. But he showed up in the barn. So we're putting food out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then. um and he discovered the garage, so he went into the heated garage, <laughs> and then we trapped him to get his nutter butters or whatever you call them. <laughs> Those are of. good cookies. <laughs> yeah, that's, are. that's not on a cat, by the way. <laughs> uh, taken care of, and then picked him up and brought him back home. And you know, I didn't know if he's going to stay around or not. But yeah. he he has not left. Like yeah. I think he realizes all. how good he has it. I hope he so. Really, and who knows? He'll. Come like up on him. their porch and just yeah. hang and, and just hang. Yeah, well, you know, I told Carol last week, I you said, you have to be know. patient. She's like, it's I'm not hard. I'm not a patient person, which, which you know, we, yeah, we yeah. know. <laughs> but when she was like, I can only get two feet away, I said, okay, well, how was it uh, yeah. a year ago? Right. When she first came, yeah. it was like oh, yeah. 100 yards. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. You know? I was using binoculars to see her. Right. Really. Look at her now. Yeah, you know. look at exactly. her now. Sleeping up on my old... Yeah, really, really fluffy comforter in the attic with her heat. And I've got like lights that I exactly. have put on for and stuff. Yeah, so I bet I bet it will get by the end of summer. I bet you'll you'll it will be the same scenario. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to get close to Duke. Yeah, I hope so. I just would like to be able to see him to know he's okay because I, I feel like I'm relying on the camera right mm-hmm. now. But for those of you who have this situation, like. Uh, these outside cameras have been a godsend for mm-hmm. tracking mm-hmm. like okay he's here eating he's you know he's fine like you know i mean so i you know i would recommend that as a solution mm-hmm. if you are wondering what's going on with your outside cats it's great yeah because so. then you don't have to be there too yeah but then I, you to your point you kind of know their behavior when they show up to eat so that you're not right. feeding the raccoons or right. whatever yep yeah, I mean, now, because I put in this cat door, which we won't go into that whole long process again, but, uh, you know, I can leave food down longer because it's in the garage. Right. But most of these situations, when you have community cats, you put the food down, they learn, come and eat between right. 6 and 6.30 in the morning, you right. pick the food up, you up. put it down later, exactly. and they learn the times. Oh, yeah. Is, then wildlife doesn't get drawn in. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah my, um, it's funny, I've been, complaining to all my friends lately so i for years um 16 years something like that i've had my cats on a schedule to eat right early in the morning when i wake up and then when i would get home from work four or five o'clock and i had to do that because i had one cat who would just he would just keep eating and i don't know if this is true carol you'll marry you probably know as well but i read that some cats like have like almost an OCD addiction to the crunch of the kibble. So they just keep eating it. Um, oh, I, like I said, I don't know how true that is, but I was like, oh yeah, that's probably what my cat has. So I had to limit the food, right? Sure. So yeah. schedule it. 
Well, now I don't have that cat anymore. And the other ones are petite. They're not like they don't I don't need to schedule their food. Right. But I've tried. I got those big feeders, you know, like that you can put like three pounds of food in or whatever. And they still come up behind me when I'm working and yell at me oh. to go down and fill their food bowl. Like they're just, <laughs> that's their routine. Right. They're just used to, they're that. just so used to it. Yeah. Like what we know there's not going to be food in the bowl until you take your, you know yeah. what down there. Yeah. yeah. And so I go down there and I just like put my hands in the food to make the noise and then they start eating again. <laughs> so are the, is that an automatic feeder that you, uh, it's not one of the use? automatic one, but it's like, uh, you know, it kind of looks like a Culligan water yeah. thing where yeah. you just put the food in the thing and it's a gravity feeder, I think. Is gotcha. What, yeah. Oh. So oh, now boy. I have to like retrain them to be like, no, you have food anytime you want. Anytime you want. Yep. But they get in those routines they to your do. point. They really they, do. They know when it's Which is a good dinner thing time. In oh, yeah. 100%. Very good situations. Yeah. Like we have a couple, um, you know, community cats at yep. one of our locations yeah. that we've gotten altered and shots and everything. But. Uh, we have a timed feeder you were helping us set yes. up. Yes. Those things are fancy, they sh- by the they way. They show up. I mean, they show up. They know. They work. They show up like, okay, the food's going to be coming. And they're waiting They're waiting sure. for it. Yeah, so. and even, you know, some of those make noise, like when they dispense yeah. the food. So even yeah. if they're, like, across the parking lot yeah. and they hear it, they come they running. Because run well, they know. And yeah. there's Benny, because we have Benny on a little bit of a diet. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's a big he's a big boy in general. but yeah. like Big Siamese boy. Yeah, he's lost a little bit of weight. But, you know, it's hard because everybody wants to give him treats and stuff. But it's for their own good. You <laughs> it, know? Is. It, it is. It is. Stay healthy and stuff. So... Mary, it's been great having you. Thank you. It's been yes. fun. Really love Thanks having so you come. Much. We'll have you come back again and talk some more, especially kitten, what'd you call it? Kitten cannon kitten season. Kitten cannon season, and yeah. we can talk more cats. And Absolutely. Shelter Cat Getaway. Thank yes. you for everything you do for the Animal Rescue League. You're, you're a wonderful welcome. volunteer. If you're thinking about volunteering, go volunteer. Do yeah. it. Wherever you're at, Iowa. Get involved. Go get involved. It definitely makes a difference. So Be part of the solution. That's right. Not the problem. That's do right. better. Do better. You know, we could throw everything. We could. We could throw everything at that. (laughs) Right. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, happy week, everyone. Have a good week. And in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Go forth and pop forward. We'll see you next time.